Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. This episode is produced for Good Crowd Info, and I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Our guest today is Jamil Simon, a filmmaker who's producing a film called Fragile Island of Peace. Jamil, thank you very much for joining us today. It's a real oh, it's pleasure, a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure. We're, we're excited to learn more about this film. So, so quickly, give us a quick overview of the film. Well, it's a remarkable story, and it's the kind of story that we rarely hear much about. Um, basically, uh, there was this, it was all launched by this amazing guy named Howard Wolpe, who uh, was the he was a remarkable man. He was a seven-term congressman. He um, uh, helped engineer the embargo that brought down apartheid in Africa when he was in Congress, and then he became Clinton's uh, um, uh, ambassador to the Great Lakes region. And he had negotiated the treaty. Let me just say, it's all about Burundi, which is next door to Rwanda. And what makes this amazing story is that what happened in Burundi is really quite different from what happened in, Bur in Rwanda. And that's really what we want to tell the story about because Howard, because of his, uh, the, the, the trust that both the army, the national army of Burundi and the rebel militias had in him, he was able to convince them to leave the jungle. They were still fighting. He was able to convince them to leave the jungle, take them to Nairobi um, to do a one-week workshop on conflict resolution skills. You wouldn't, you know, that, that's not a, something that happens in every battle. <laughs> that's right. And, and uh, although it, I, I must say, I think it should happen more often. But basically, he, they spent a week in, in this workshop learning conflict conflict resolution skills, communication skills, leadership skills. The, the real big idea was to learn to walk in the shoes of the other. That is, learn to understand not just your own interests, but the interests of your other, of the people. And because they both have a, a mutual enemy, which is the devastating poverty in Burundi. And that is something that they have in common, and it's actually they began to realize it's bigger than what they what all the things that separated them. These military leaders were so impressed by this process that they went and they said everybody should learn this. And Howard was able to get money from the World Bank and USAID and support from the State Department to initiate a program that over 10 years, they trained 8,000 leaders in a country of 8 million. So when you think about it, um, you know, basically it's one in a thousand. If we were to do the same thing in the United States, at, that, at our scale, it would be, we'd have to, in a country of 300 million, we'd train 300,000 people, which would not be a bad idea. Yeah. You know, we could even start with Congress. But... Um, <laughs> But basically, you know, they trained everybody, you know, leaders from presidents to police chiefs and mayors 
and um, and it was really quite remarkable. Um, and it took them a long time. And the individual transformations that these people had um, actually affected the government, the way they run the government, and, and it began. As a matter of fact, the Minister of Education asked Howard and his team to please help them institute a program to teach these skills to teenagers. Because, you know, the big, the big danger in so many of these countries is that teenagers get recruited to be child soldiers, and they are very, they become very dangerous because they don't have the, you know, they don't have the judgment of, you know, an adult. And they become wild and very, very dangerous. So, so tell us a little bit about how you discovered this and decided to make this into a film. Well, I, I've been doing a lot of work on peace-related media for the past 20 years. I've been a filmmaker all my life. And, um, but I, I don't know, about 20 years ago, in 1995, I was hired to, um, well, I should say, I don't only make films. I also designed communication programs in developing countries all over the world. So I've worked in about 12 countries in Africa and about 20 countries overall. And I've promoted all kinds of reforms, you know, sustainable agriculture, water conservation, different things. But I got a call, because of the work I had done in Tunisia, I got a call from Queen Noor's organization back in 95 to come to Jordan and help them start a program to teach conflict resolution skills to children. Because that was actually part of the peace agreement that Yitzhak Rabin and, uh, and King Hussein had signed, was to educate their children in peace-related subjects. And so the king turned to Queen Noor, and she was charged with doing the program. And... Um, so we worked with the Ministry of Education. It was a fabulous program. It was very successful. It ran for four years. And um, we trained 25,000 kids. You know, we, we brought this program to every school in Jordan, and uh, 25,000 kids got to see it. And, and we also had a national TV program. Anyway, I got very excited about the impact that this had, and it, I began to think it, it should really be everywhere. And, uh, and that was the beginning of this odyssey that I've been on. And ultimately, it led to me being uh, how I met Howard and came across the Burundi project was I was sent to Geneva to film interviews with an amazing group of peace builders from all over the world, um, from India, from Africa, from Argentina, from everywhere. It was amazing. And they met for a week, and my job was to interview them. So I had a, like a little studio uh, to the side of the, um, the, the room where they were meeting. It was, it was like a dentist office <laughs> because, you know, the, I would pull one of, the, one of these amazing people from, from the workshop and into my our little makeshift studio and interview them. And these were amazing people, and Howard was one of them. And I'd never met him before I uh, sat down and interviewed him. But he and I became friends, and when he got back to Washington, I got back to Boston, we started getting in touch. We were, I went down there and met with him. And at first, we had a big ambitious idea, which was to make a film about peace building all over the world. Because this practice, it's done in Ireland, 
It's been done in Sri Lanka and Burundi. Uh, it's being done now in Colombia. Um, there are examples of peace building being done everywhere, and we wanted to show that it's something, it's a viable practice. Well, that film was too big, too ambitious, too, uh, you know, we, we couldn't even get the United States Institute of Peace to, you know, help us fund it. So, so we, we narrowed the project down to the to Burundi. And our hope, ultimately, is that uh, we'll be able to make films about peace building in Ireland and other places because it's, it's, we need to show that it can happen in lots of places. Sure. And basically, the world spends close to a trillion, over a trillion dollars every year on military solutions to conflict. I mean, including wars and armies and military hardware and everything. We spend about 50, 60 million dollars a year on the kinds of peace building efforts that brought peace to Ireland and that brought peace to Burundi and ended the war in, in uh, Sri Lanka. You know, these kinds of things really need more attention. But, you know, I tell people I'm making a film about peace building in Burundi and they say, what's peace building? Where's Burundi? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You get a lot. You have a lot of foundation to create. Well, right. Let's talk a little bit about your Kickstarter campaign. You're trying to raise some money to finish this film. Tell us a little bit about what the money will be for and uh, how the campaign's going. Well, you know, like I said, I tell people we're making a film about peace building in Burundi, and it's, it hasn't really caught on. So what we decided to do was to reach out to the public and say, look, we need some seed money to get over to Burundi to begin the film so that we can uh, have a small rough cut or some scenes that we can then show to foundations and say, here's what we want to do. Um, the trailer that you'll see, there's a five-minute trailer on the Kickstarter page when you land there. And, you know, it, it has some of the interviews with Howard and uh, other colleagues and part, who are part of the program. But... Um, you know, basically, it's just a teaser, really. It's, it's just to get people, to, basically to introduce the project. We need to go to Burundi and start doing filming with Burundians and have them start telling the story. So this money that we're looking to raise, we're hoping to raise more than the 40, which is our goal. We've raised 10 so far. We've only been up for a week, so that's, I guess, good. It's a great and, start. Great start. There's still 30 to go, and uh, so um, and we'd love to rate, go get beyond our goals. And there are plenty of projects that do, um, because you know really we need you know closer to 60 or 70 to do it properly. This is the 40 is just a bare bones budget, but um, but nevertheless we are excited by the response and uh, and also not only by the response from friends and colleagues, but from the whole peace building community is really behind us. And the project has been endorsed by Ambassador Johnny Carson, who's uh, you know former Assistant Secretary of State for uh, African Affairs. He was an ambassador to many countries in Africa. Uh, the president of the Alliance for Peace Building, Melanie Greenberg, wrote in a wonderful um, endorsement of the project. And they're quoted on that Kickstarter page. So there's lots of wonderful information about the project right there on the Kickstarter page. It has pictures of the whole crew, 
uh, and we've got fabulous people working with me on the team. Uh, a lot more information about audiences and um, you know why this film is so important and um, quotes from Johnny Carson and Melanie. So there's a lot of great information on the Kickstarter campaign. That's great. That's great. So you, uh, your goal is 40. You've raised 10. Uh, the, the money will go to help you get to Burundi and get the film going. What do you see as being the timeline for getting the film finished? Well, I mean, if once we get the initial footage and then we can start sharing it with foundations, I mean, already, I think our Kickstarter campaign has kind of provoked some interest, more interest in, you know, in the project from, uh, you know, from the Ford Foundation and other foundations. So we're hoping, um, and, and if we get the footage back in after, ja after the shoot in this coming January, then, um, you know, we can make a stronger proposal to, I mean, there are a bunch of foundations that said, gee, your project is interesting. Come back when you have more footage. <laughs> but it's not easy to get footage. It's, uh, you know, the, just a plane ticket is, for me, you know, it's, the two of us going is $3,000. So it's, uh, you know, it's an expensive venture. And um, so I'll be going with my partner, Liz McClintock, who has worked and lived in Burundi on and off for, since 1998. We have an office that we're working out of, the Burundi Leadership Training Program, that was started by Howard. So we have great support on the ground. We've been able to find a wonderful Burundian cameraman, which I'm really excited about because, you know, he speaks Kurundi. He really knows the country, he's, and he does beautiful work. Um, so we don't have to bring a cameraman to Burundi. Um, but, uh, but we have, you know, for all the other footage that we're not shooting in Burundi, we've got Gary Hennick, who's shot films for, you know, every single major frontline, American Experience, Nova. I mean, he's got great credits. So we've got a wonderful team. And, um, and uh, you know, it's just a question of getting us there, you know. I mean, we have really, I mean, this, it's a funny metaphor to use, but for a film, it's, we're shovel ready. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, well, Jamil, I love the project that you're working on. I'm excited uh, for you to get this crowdfunding campaign uh, fully funded so you can go make the film. Tell people how to find that Kickstarter campaign. Well, it's very easy. If you just go to kickstarter.com and in the search thing you put in Fragile Island and it'll come up right away. Um, fragile, fragile Island. Right, or Fragile Island fragile. is the whole title, but before you even finish typing out the whole thing, uh, it will show up. Great. And there's a five-minute video and uh, lots and lots of very useful information. There are great rewards. For $1,000, you get to have dinner with me, and uh, <laughs> for $100, you get to, uh, you know, get copy of the video and some other goodies and um, so you know there's some nice rewards attached adding a new one um, uh, we're adding 10 copies of Fumble Talk which is a beautiful powerful film about uh, 
a peace building process that took place in Sierra Leone and uh, it's remarkable it's a really powerful film I and mean, you see people in the villages where that had been where there had been slaughter and horrible massacres and and they're slowly kind of you know it's it's an amazing story I mean these people are, their neighbors are people who uh, in one case killed children their children I mean it's somehow they're still their neighbors. They have to learn how to make peace. And this film is very powerful. So we're going to have ten copies of that film uh, on our uh, as a reward for the. I think it'll be the hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, that's great. Anyway, so there, there's great stuff. And um, and but more important, you're supporting a kind of film that the mainstream media does not cover. You know, you know the thing is. If I could sling it at, at a kind of meta level, you know, we hear about war day in and day out. There's always a conflict, and it seems like right now there's more conflicts than ever. Um, but we never hear about peace building. We never hear about the practice of bringing warring parties together and, um, and helping them to see the other. Uh, helping them to kind of demystify, you know, when people use the word them, you know, when people kind of reduce your opponents to some, you know, like in World War II, it was Japs and Krauts, or, you know, they, they reduced their enemies to one word things, you know, uh, in the Vietnam War, I can't remember, it was. Um, it's dehumanizing, isn't it? It dehumanizes, and that's what makes it easier to kill people, actually. Yeah. And, um, and, I mean, there's a remarkable story that there was an Indian sociologist who was fascinated by the fact that some Indian cities have lots of conflict and others don't. So he wanted to, he wanted to figure out why, he, he studied the cities that don't have a lot of ethnic conflict. And what he found was striking and really, I mean, it, of course, it makes sense. The cities that don't have um, people of different ethnic backgrounds working on PTA, mundane things, PTAs, choirs, rotary clubs, lions clubs, this kind of, you know, doing stuff together. They see each other as parents, as uh, human beings, and it's harder to really hate somebody who you know is right. just like you. Yeah, it's, it's a fundamental principle. Well, Jamil, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. We wish you every success in your campaign and hope thank you keep us posted on your progress. You're fun to talk to, and I appreciate it. Thank you thank very you much. Thank you very much. You have a great day now. You too. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about advocating for and advising people who are doing good.
He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.